Welcome to the Waste Not Want Not podcast. I'm Philippa Ross, human ecologist, enthusiologist, author and energy healer, bringing you inspirational interviews, news and tips to rebuild our relationship with nature, revitalizing our natural resources by minimizing waste and maximizing human potential. I trust you'll discover seeds of hope for a vibrant future that you can then cultivate and transform to suit your own lifestyle so we can collectively create a world where reverence for the diversity of all life is honoured. If you know someone who will make a great guest or want me to cover a specific topic, then feel free to email me on info at You'll find all the show notes in the description and lots more about me and my work at philippaross.com. And don't forget, if you like what you hear, to share it far and wide. Hello Wastebusters, welcome to episode 11. I don't know about you, but my energy has been all over the place this week. There's definitely a tidal wave of change happening worldwide, each one having a ripple effect on the other. Hopefully, the Global Plastics Treaty meeting that's happening in Kenya this week will affect the change we desperately need to eradicate the million tonnes of waste produced each year. Every minute a garbage truck's worth of plastic clogs up and pollutes the ocean, and as much as 51 million pieces of plastic choke every square mile of those precious waters. Still, less than 10% of plastics produced are actually recycled. It's time to ban the plastic bottle as we know it. Without action, there could be more plastic in the ocean than fish by 2050, if not sooner. I'll include the petition for you to sign if you want to in the show notes at the end. On a more positive note, the amount of marine protected areas are increasing. Last week I told you about the one in Colombia. This week I'm thrilled to report the 1 million kilometre expansion in the southern Indian Ocean, which will add protection around St Paul and Amsterdam Islands, the Kerguelen Islands and the Crozet Islands, all home to a richly diverse wildlife community. And on the subject of wildlife, the World Wildlife Fund reported an increase in tiger numbers after more than a century of steady decline. Restoring habitats and combating illegal wildlife trade and poaching are just two areas India, Nepal, Bhutan, Russia and China have focused on to protect these majestic creatures. Very fitting news as we're now in the year of the tiger, an animal said to symbolise the attributes of strength, courage and the exorcism of evil, traits we definitely need to adopt for the times we're now living in. As I said, the tides are turning, the energy is shifting to help us reframe the perception of strength from control of others to taking control and responsibility for ourselves. To recognise the value of a diverse world of living organisms and the importance of building the relationship we have with ourselves, our community and our environment. I felt it was crucial to hear a male perspective because without being sexist, us women are better at banding together and supporting one another, while men tend to isolate themselves and mask their emotions, soldiering on through life trying to fit in. My guest today is Franco Heke, a Kiwi musician and founder of the New Zealand Spirit Festival, which both reflect his talents at bringing people together in an environment that allows them to express their true selves. But it's not always been like that for him, as you'll discover when he shares his journey of being a misfit, 
grappling with suicidal thoughts while carrying the burden of societal labels that made it hard for him to feel any sense of self-worth. His story will help you find the strength and courage to let go of the idea of who you think you should be so you can be proud of who you really are and take a stand for what you believe in, which ultimately needs to be yourself. I'll play Franco's recently composed song, It's Our Time, at the end of the interview. So until then, dig deep, open your mind to a world of possibilities, live life with a generous heart and take steps to minimise waste and maximise your own potential. Welcome to the show, Franco. Thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure to have you with me. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're more than welcome. Now, um, we're in very trying times, although today as I'm recording this, it's the 22nd of the 2nd, 2022, which is a very auspicious day. So um, let's hope there's lots of planetary energy with us. And I know at the moment it's a very trying time. Balance. Balance, absolutely, absolutely. And this is a very, as I say, it's very auspicious that you are my guest today or not. I believe at the moment there's where people are going through what I call the D syndrome, which is being dispirited, disheartened and disconnected. Um, and I know from following you that you I've just seen the disjointed parts of your own history and how much uh, how uplifting you are. But I know your story, your backstory is very different. And I think it's crucially important that men um particularly young men as well actually hear the other side of what is prescribed to be what it is to be a man because you're expected to have your shit together but the reality is that it's completely different (laughs) can you speak to that yeah i can um i think i think young men um all men are, are, are really having a hard hard time than ever at the moment because we're not having um the kind of rites of passage that we used to have in tribal living um our rites of passage these days are a a yard glass when you get to 21 and go party and lose your mind with your friends and yeah um and and have a stripper over at at your party as well so that's gonna really um set us in good stead on how to treat women and our bodies isn't it absolutely so it didn't used to be like that you know we used to um uh, be set free into the woods um, with our father or by ourselves and, and, and disconnect from our mother to go and um, fight for our own food or, or, or find our own food and, and, um, and look after ourselves, self, self-soothe. Um, we talk to our elders on a daily basis, get looked after by our elders and, and soak up all that wisdom um, and live off the land, um, do, you know, do so much for ourselves. And now in this sort of... Um, era of comfort where we, t- we tend to strive for comfort all the time um get my food delivered to me got the comfiest couch the comfiest pillow the the um the shortest distance from here to there without having to walk you know all this all of this comfort is creating um a very a very um soft spine really metaphorical and physical um spine so we're not we're not we're really not standing up in our true power and yeah for me i've you're just like every other man that is living in our time i'm happy to i've had to sort of find my own way because there haven't been great men that i've seen um in front of me to give me great direction on on how to treat my body well how to how to speak well um how to take self-responsibility how to treat women well um and so on so on so 
yeah, it's taken me, it took me the first 30 years to even, you know, realize there was another way. Right. Um, so yeah, it's been quite a journey. So in, in the first 30 years, you say, so what, was there a turning point or is there something that you experienced that actually shook you mm. up or uh, started the change for you? So I, I was labeled as uh, depressed when I was 12, 13 years old wow. and put on medication and saw every psychotherapist, hypnotherapist, um, social worker, you know, in and out of all these places um, because I felt you know, super low, super disconnected. Most people don't know this about me, but I'm I'm actually an introvert that that continuously uh, tries to um, break through the fear and and step into conversation, step into onto the stage. Um, but I'm actually quite shy, so um, so that in itself is probably half of um, of what I was feeling back then. You know, being a shy person, being an introvert, but um, having this expectation in, in a world to be to be cool and to be the person, you know, to be the, the, um, um, the life of the party or have the coolest friends and the, and the, you know, the, the cutest girl at school, all these things that, you know, I guess movies and books and, and, and these kinds of this kind of entertainment industry have, have really pummeled into us that we think, uh, the ways, the things to be. And if you're not that you're a geek and you're, um, you know, you're an outsider and you're, you know, you're not cool. So, um, so maybe, I mean, and I'm just thinking about this really, really live right now. Um, you know, I, I think I was just fine back then, you know, just actually being feeling those low moments. And if I was in an environment with an elder or, um, um, a good leader or, um, or whatever, I, that, that person could have said, oh, you know, ups and downs are what happens in life. And, you know, those low feelings that you're feeling right now, those yeah. darkness, uh, feelings of darkness or shadow, that's okay it's going to come, you're going to come back again into the light, but don't try and push it. Don't try and um, bounce out of it. Feel all the things. There'll be lessons in there to learn. Um, rest, uh, look after your, your body and um, drink plenty of water and, um, and you will come up like a flower again. We're striving for happiness and light all the time. Absolutely. Just like you were saying earlier about all the comfort and softening everything, um, being a self-proclaimed um, enthusiologist, you know, there is an expectation that I'm enthusiastic 24-7. But the reality is that emotions and environments, it's the energy that's in motion that affects us. And we have to feel that and, and learn from it and respond to it. So was there something that was a catalyst for you in changing? And I, and I guess also being, how did you find it being labelled depressed? Did that make it better mm. or worse? Oh, I think it excluded me even more, to be yeah. honest. Um, yeah. It made me even more sort of shy and um, self, uh, um, just to give, give myself a, a false self-realization that something was wrong, something else was wrong with me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hated school. Yeah, just found those early years difficult. That made it even more difficult. And mm. then, you know, the pills and everything as well. You know, uh, we, we, in a, as a world, it's like if you're not happy, you're, it's, not, it's not okay. Yep. You know, so we've got all these pills to keep you happy, keep you happy. But, you know, you've got, it's not daytime 24 or seven. Like we have nighttime too for rest, you know, and that's, that's basically the equivalent of our emotions. And we have to feel all the emotions. We have to feel that, that, um, um, that ecstasy. And we also have to feel that despair and that grief because that is life. Um, so that's what, that's what we need to be taught, you know, um, the age. And that's what we need our parents, um, how we, we need our parents raising 
our young ones. Um, but yeah, so I, I was, I, I, you know, I, I was the, the misfit, turned into the misfit, got kicked out of all the schools that I went to, got into rock and roll, rock and roll bands, and then started drinking and, and doing tons of drugs and, and, and escaping myself and then pushing back at society um, to say, hey, um, you know, I'm worthy too. I'm worthy, even though I don't look like you, I'm freaking yeah. worthy and, yeah. um, and I'm going to be loud about it. Um, and there were some amazing highs in that, in that lifestyle, but there was the, the lows were even lower because, you know, you've got to basically put yourself together again every morning after, after a big night out or whatever, it's a, <laughs> you know, the hangover, you got to recreate yourself. Um, so yeah, the catalyst for change was really when, when my daughter was on her way when I was 27, that was the first time I, I sort of opened my, my eyes up to, um, some, something or someone else being, something to live for and i needed i needed that because um suicide was a a a different a definite option for me in those darker times right yeah and we're finding that at the moment so again it's really important that people hear hear your story and life in itself is i mean you were talking about um the rock and roll and bands and things like that and i know you play some amazing music how did you get into that and why did why did you start it in the first place uh, into music and, and yeah. rock and yeah yeah um oh well I, I had pretty awesome parents who who as a sort of three-year-old would let me um hoover through their vinyl collection and put the big 80s headphones on and 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 spin Elton John and Bruce Springsteen and Bon Jovi and all these things and allow me to sing at the top of my lungs and not uh and not really say shut up <laughs> so cool. I got to express that part of myself and 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 be be loud in a in a healthy way, um, and that just continued. Like, like subconsciously, I would have known that it felt good to sing, it felt good to play music. It's melodic, it's harmon- it's harmonious. Um, keep keep that going, um, and that's the thing I've done all my life is is play music. Um, that's been the most continuous, um, consistent friend and uh, tool that I've had. And so for those who aren't musically inclined, what would you recommend? The listening, obviously, music plays a big part. I would say to um, change the, so- the story that you're not musically inclined because it's a lie. Right. <laughs> um, we are, we're, all, um, we're all musicians. If you've got a voice, you can sing. If you've got hands, you can clap. You know, it, it, in, in order to, 100 years ago plus, we had to sing music. We just sing and play ourselves in order to hear music because there wasn't speakers and Spotify and all this. And that's what got us through eons to get here, to keep us yep. warm, to harmonize with each other, to to dance, to exercise, to keep fit, um, um, to communicate um, with, uh, with God, like with, with whoever you believed in, like music music was the thing that everyone that everyone did and participated in and it's only in the last century that um it started to be more of an entertainment rather than a medicine which is what it truly is wow wow that's profound that's fantastic so going back to your own um inspiration in your in your daughter being conceived how has the progression been since then yeah so um a lot more sober life. Um, I realized that I realized that alcohol and drugs um, and excessive amounts of those were not the way forward because that would that would be more like a social lubricant for me and cleaning my body um, to a place where I could just feel myself and be uh, my authentic self really started that journey of of truth 
what what is my truth? Who am I? You know, without all the crap. Um, so I went down the path of meditation, Vipassana, sitting in, in meditation for for ten days without any other distractions, of, um, and and that's where I got to meet myself for the first time because there wasn't any reading and writing, and you couldn't talk to anyone, and um, it was just a profound thing to not have the noise around and to meet myself for the first time. And and who I met was a cool guy. Like I was like, wow, this I, I don't hate myself. I, I do want to be here. You're you're right. Um, and then I started to when I once I met that guy, I started to look after him. Wow. You know, wow. so we continued meditation, found yoga, found mantra music, um, learned about fasting, learned about plant based diet, you know, all these things that contribute to the whole order holistic um, lifestyle of um of a healthy being. Um so I'm in the best shape I've ever been now, happiest I've ever been, the most transparent, truthful, authentic, you know, all the good words. Um, you can think of that I've ever been in this moment at 39. So, wow. Um, yeah, I'm just stoked that that I that I found this path, um, and I'm also very very happy that that I, I went through so many difficult moments and 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 years to get here because that makes you um, that makes you more interesting, really, and more um, um, what do you call it? Relatable, really. Um, yep. So many people are going through that stuff, and um, and I just love to help people so I want to just share the things that I've learned that work for me with others absolutely and as you say it's um it's like I said at the beginning everybody has a story and I think it does make people more relatable and the polarities um it's all those fuck-ups and faux pas and failures and things like that they're there for a reason to, um to see the polar opposite of something helps you see the light per se um and so long as you take them as lessons to be learned as opposed to making you less than of a person um it's a way forward definitely definitely it, it's um yeah it's good data you know yeah. <laughs> know what not to do yes. to know what not to do is fantastic data yeah absolutely and i find in, in my work with um helping people discover the who the big who am i question it's like well actually who are going there is who are you not? What is it that you don't like? The things that that, that don't resonate with you, um, the experiences you've had and what have you learned? It actually helps you br uh, bring to the surface what is important to you. And I, I know um, in these auspicious times that you have um, been down to Wellington and been a part of this protest for change. And I don't really like the word protest. It's, it's really about standing up for what's important to you. How would you describe the atmosphere there and your reasons for going and being a part of it yeah it's been it's been an amazing um couple of weeks to say the least um where do i even start i mean with the whole covid pandemic thing i have been pretty quiet um out there about it for two years and uh, apart from releasing a statement from nz spirit the the festivals that i run here yeah um, saying that we're not going to go ahead with our festivals because we have a no one gets left behind policy. So if there's going to be mandates, then uh, we're not going to run uh, until these mandates are lifted. So when the when this protest started to gain some some traction and some some highly respected um, friends of mine and people started to um, really believe in the end of the mandates or even the mandates, the fact that they shouldn't have even been um, mandated in the first place. Um, because of the job loss and family division and, you know, just the division in general. Um, it just felt like 
the right thing to go down and support because um you know as far as vaccines go um do what you want put you want put what you want on your body um but have have the choice everyone should have their choice i'm really all for that and i just knew that i had a bunch of songs that from with messages that i've written over the years that this was the right place to sing them at um and i uh, went down there and the vibe was just caring loving cohesive harmonious uh powerful strong and respectful and um and it's amazing that that the media can construe what they you know things to make it look the opposite of that um and and that's another thing that we're all sick of and i think people are standing up for for truth and um you know the, the media and not telling the truth and um we've got the same platforms as them now you know we've got social media platforms some of us have, have bigger social media platform than the media yeah. um now so it's like balance is what we talked about before yeah that's what's coming absolutely absolutely and you were talking about respect and i think a huge part of it is support i haven't been myself but i mean there are people from all walks of life i mean that's something i read there was a 79 year old woman her birth she wanted to go there for her birthday um, to experience it for herself, um, which is so cool. And they're also calling out for people to take their bows on the steps and things like that. And it's for me and hearing the stories of all those who have suffered in one way or another. To me, it's such a waste of um, our natural human resources and our potential and the division that it has created, because there are people there who have had one, two, three but the, the core element of it, it is really about bringing people together, which I think is where we are in this world. And it's uplifting people and including all those people who society would like us to leave on one side because they're unclean. They've done X, Y or Z, which is one of the reasons I wanted to have you as a male representative and to sh share your story. It's like we all go there as in with my psychology background, it's recognizing these things happen for a reason. And it's not too many people are judgmental of behavior as opposed to getting to know the core element of that person. Like you were saying, when you're silent retreat, you actually got to know who you were and you're a pretty cool guy. Mm. And that comes across loud and clear. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, shouldn't we love ourselves? You know, um, even standing up and saying, oh, I love me has yeah. been shamed like so many things that that we should be uh able to say so freely and necessarily uh we get shamed for um you know it's like oh you know even i, I was saying to someone the other day um the, the quote um oh you're so full of yourself yes i it's was like, always well, told that I, I, I hope so yeah. <laughs> like i hope i'm full of me yeah you know because i don't want to be full of anyone else that's for sure <laughs> And Absolutely. so many people can be full of shit. Um, so many people can be full of, you know, pretending to be someone they're not or, or whatever. And it's like always, there's so much shame out there about, about self-love. And yeah, I love myself more than ever. Um, it's beautiful to hear it from a man because it's not um, deemed to be very macho, um, the personification of what a man should be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, men, uh, men are gooey on the inside, you know. We, we are <laughs> soft it. and gooey. Yep on the inside and 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 we need that soft gooeyness to be closer to to the shell um than it than it's made to be and and for eons really um we're not we're not hard all the time we don't need to be um you know we have the masculine and feminine balance just like women do yeah um and we are all of that 
Um, so we need environments that we can be all of that because if we suppress any of that, bad things happen. Anger yeah. gets put out in a gets um, gets projected in a in a bad way. Um, you know, multitude of things we start. You know, eating our you know eating our our way out of our um, feeling our emotions and you know getting big and unhealthy. So many things happen when we don't express our true balance. Absolutely, absolutely. So, is there any any particular person or book that has really influenced you in life, and how did they? Yeah, the turning point book for me was um, by the Dalai Lama. When I first Vipassana, I did my own Vipassana, where I just sort of sat and and spent another ten days by myself in a cabin in a bush. And this time, I took a book with me, and it was um, by the Dalai Lama. What was it called? Damn, something, something, something about love. Yeah, and just the ideas of Buddhism and um, equanimity, and yeah, basically what I was saying, like the the balance of life is what you need to feel, um, feel it all, but you don't need to react. It's our right to feel to all. I can't, I don't remember the, the name of the That's book. Right, I'll, but, I'll no, see I if I can will, look I probably it will. Up. <laughs> yeah, I'll put the, it on the, the second we finish this conversation. <laughs> so. Um... I'm guessing I know the answer to this, but that's being assumptive. When you're having a funk and you're feeling down, what do you do to get yourself out of it? Oh, the art of happiness. The art of happiness is what the book was called. Okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what do I do to get myself out of um, out of a funk? Well, I got into a bit of a funk about a month ago for for two weeks, and I have this beautiful farm here up in the Kaipara, north of Auckland now, and. I have an environment around me that allows me to just feel it, feel it all and, and not have to bounce out of it to a nine to five job or into the traffic or um, pick the kids up and take them to school. You know, I, I actually just be, I would say to myself, um, I'm going to drink plenty of water. I'm just going to continue my yoga practice uh, or, or exercise practice every day and eat good food and rest. That's it. And yeah. Um, and if I can do those things, then that's a successful day. Cool. And that may that may all have taken one hour a day, but I'm I'm going to yeah rest, drink good water, exercise, yoga, and you know if that's all I do, that that'll be successful. Because it, there's a tendency when you go into that darkness to sort of just get real messy and just let it all, all you know, your whole life go to pieces. Yeah. And you yep. don't and, and sort of destroy destroy yourself um and self-destruct and i um yeah just keep my keep those practices really simple and uh and that's what really really helped me get through it's interesting you're bringing up the word success there because we need to redefine what the uh society um has led us to believe what success is it's that forever climbing kind of thing and um we each have our own version of what success is depending on what day it is and how we're feeling Hmm. That's cool. Do totally. you have a favorite quote? Um, oh, it's so funny you just said that. Um, because the first thing that comes into my mind was a quote from my um, from my new song that I'm about to release. It's called, um, and it's, uh, what you do with your body is your business. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. Brilliant stuff. Is there one thing in the world you would change and what would it be and why? What would I change? Um, it, it's a funny one. I wrestle with a question like that because I, I'm a big believer in that everything is perfectly imperfect. Like right now, everything is exactly yeah. how it's supposed to be. Um, but, you know, I would definitely change um, uh, human um, physically and verbally fighting with each other. Um, 
and and change it with um, a conversation, truthful, deep, respectful conversation. So change the physical fighting and verbal violence out for uh, conversation, respectful conversation. And as you say, respectful, it's respecting different people's perspectives and not commenting, agitating it up. Yeah. What difference do you think that would make? Um, it would allow everybody to to be empowered and be themselves um, and be harmonious. Um, and we can disagree, but we still respect the other person's opinion and allow them to live their life. And setting them free will set you free to live your life too. That's an awesome way to finish off as we started because they would not feel disheartened or dispirited or disconnected sort of thing or in despair. We would, um, there would be lots of hope for people and uh, lots of possibilities and the ability for people to be true to themselves. Thank you so much for your time, Franco. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, you're wonderful. It's been a pleasure to be on here. And hello to all your listeners and uh, looking forward to talking again. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. It's our time It's our time It's our time It's our time Do you register the feeling of coercion? The promise of happiness Time. Do you feel inside what doesn't sit so well? You need to reason and ration in your mind. Do you grind with the sense of resistance? Feeling there's no resonance with the light. No, when you're told. The line when you're taught to get behind to comply and do what's right. Oh, no, don't tell me what is right. You got to stand up for your right. Be the line, be the line. No, don't tell me what is right. You don't know. Wandering in this reality The only way we get to live our soul in sovereignty We're so definitive then go into obscurity We're born from the divine into this world of destiny Have you found yourself a wandering in this reality The only way we get to live our soul in sovereignty We're so definitive then go into obscurity We're born from the divine into this world of destiny It's our time It's our time
time Do you feel inside what doesn't sit so well The need for reason and ration in your mind Do you grind with the sense of resistance Feeling there's no resonance with the light When you're told to toe the line When you're told to get behind To comply And do what's right so don't tell me what is right We got to stand up for our rights Be the light Be the light No, don't tell me what is right No, don't tell me what is right What you do with your body is your business. Oh, yeah. What you do with your body is your business. Oh, I... What you do with your body.